Alrighty, we are back with a brand new episode in Hollywood Beef, this time involving the Charmed Ones. Wait, do people still use beef? Guys, if this is the first time you're tuning in, then welcome to Bruno Explains It All. If it isn't, then welcome back, fam. I am Bruno, your favorite friendly neighborhood podcaster streaming straight out of New York City. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the hit show Charmed, original, not the remake, and the leading ladies that starred in it. Originally, the show was cast in the sold to the WB network with Shannon Doherty's name and popularity attached to it. This at the time marked the second time the young actress would be working with the 90210 creator, Aaron Spelling. It was big news for us teenagers in the 90s, right? Shannon Doherty famously played Brenda Walsh and was fired from the show in its fourth season, fueling rumors of bad behavior on set and countless stories of her not getting along with her co-stars. It wasn't until later a producer and writer on Beverly Hills 90210 talked about why Shannon was actually fired from it. According to Entertainment Weekly, Larry Mullen gave an interview and said that she cut her hair short and that was the real problem. I actually remember when she cut her hair short. It fucked up shit for producers and the editors, you know, the continuity, all that good shit, all that good stuff. So they ended up letting her go. And that was the reason. Not because she was a bad actress, not because, you know, she wasn't getting the job done. No, it was because she cut her hair. Despite of all the bad press that poor girl got at the time. Our second leading lady attached to the project was Holly Marie Combs. She's an American actress and producer known for her roles as Kimberly Brock in the CBS series Picket Fences, Piper, of course, in Charmed, and then later Ella Montgomery in the Freeform series Pretty Little Liars. The third and final role, which is um, baby sister Phoebe, was played by an actress who eventually dropped out after filming 28-minute version of the pilot, right? She drops out because her church and her religious beliefs, um, yeah, and it wasn't sitting well with them that she was about to play a witch. I don't think they knew eventually the direction the show was going to take because there are some like i guess darkish episodes but for the most part there there's a handful of light-hearted sort of popcorn type of themes and topics like i remember phoebe turns into a mermaid in one episode um they were leprechauns and a whole bunch of weird mystical shit going on so show wasn't like always like heavy heavy and it wasn't like demonic or it wasn't as dark as like sabrina the teenage witch in netflix if you get what i'm saying so 
the lady um drops out and that's when Alyssa milano came along another child star with a rivaling popularity and resume to shannon in the woman of charmed interview Alyssa shared that aaron spelling called her while she was in hawaii and asked her to be phoebe which of course she gladly accepted because who's gonna deny uh, a lead role you know from aaron spelling ladies and gentlemen that is pretty much how we got the charm ones that we've grown to love and know holly if you're wondering got the role of piper because shannon had rallied behind her friend and fought for her so there were friends before the show started and you know she goes you know you should audition her you should give her the job which at first producers didn't believe that holly had i guess maybe the it factor or just like she didn't have what they were looking for exactly in piper but Aaron did support Shannon and with that being said they both lobbied for Holly and she eventually got the role. Anyway fast forward 2024 Holly Marie Combs stops by Shannon Doherty's podcast which is called Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. I highly recommend it if you're a Shannon Doherty fan. I do am I subscribed to it? Yeah I am subscribed to it. The last episode I checked out was one with Sarah Michelle Gellar which was pretty cool. So Holly stops by and on the episode the ladies share personal stories and experiences on the set of charm of course what they said got Alyssa's panty in a wad because if it didn't she wouldn't have said this i will just say that i'm sad a show that has meant so much to so many people um has been tarnished by a toxicity toxicity that is Still, to this day, almost a quarter of a century later, still happening. And I'm sad that people can't move past it. Alright, that was Alyssa Milano, and I'm sure a lot of you are asking, how did they get here? The show was a hit. It was loved by legions of fans. The first episode, which is titled Something Wicca This Way Comes, garnered 7.7 million viewers, breaking the record of the network's highest rated debut episode. During its fifth season, the show moved to the Sunday 8pm time slot, where it became the highest rated Sunday night program in WB's history. In 2006, it became the longest running hour-long television series featuring all female leads before being surpassed in 2012 by Desperate Housewives. Super shout out to those ladies. We're in 2024 and the ladies are pretty much at each other's necks, right? I feel we do have to take into consideration that Shannon has been battling cancer on and off for the past few years and people who are suffering from chronic illnesses things that could be terminally you know things that are terminal um you're thrusted into like this reflective period of your life I feel like mostly the old and the sick will understand what I'm saying probably even the incarcerated like you truly understand that tomorrow isn't promised and so we tend to go back in time we, we reflect and sometimes even relive past um experiences we learn to let go some of us do we learn to forgive and be forgiven and so i feel like shannon has probably found herself or is finding herself many times reflecting about her past and she's probably saying to herself i want to share my story i'm ready to be heard i'm ready for people to know my truth because god forbid she passes away tomorrow what are we the public the fans gonna really take away from her life aside from iconic roles like brenda and 
Prue. We know that this woman has been plagued with so many negative stories. We've all, um, whether we believed it or not, have been programmed with the sort of narrative that Shannon is difficult and not worth taking the risk or working with. This is all because I felt the two big terminations, public terminations at that. They never said, they never ever said, oh, we decided to split ways or they never presented it as maybe Shannon wanted to move on to bigger things. No, they, I remember the news media literally was reporting that Shannon was fired. And, and to be honest, what I find that really sucks is that Shannon has waited this long to be candid about her life and her experiences. And I feel like that because for the past 20, 30 years, she's allowed both cast members and men in power pretty much run her name in the mud. Shannon, if you ask me, had the looks. I mean, she still does, but she had the looks. She had the talent. She was a professional. I'm not bashing her resume, but, but the woman should have had a lot of more opportunities than what she's credited for. I'm positive that both the firing of 90210 and Charmed hinder roles from coming in, or as at least hindered as many roles coming in, because people probably thought that she was difficult to work with. Anyway, Shannon got fired. They replaced her with Rose McGowan. And guess what? She has issues with Alyssa Milano too. What a dink! If you're interested to know how Rose feels about Alyssa, just listen to this. I don't like her because I think she's a lie. Do you think I don't know these people? I'm not looking at this from the outside. I have a lot of experience. I know she's married to a CIA agent. Do the math. Who's behind Time's Up? CAA. Where do they meet? CAA. Who needs good PR? CAA. Who are part of the pimp problem? CAA. These are very powerful people you're talking about. They are. So am I. So the podcast. Let's be clear with Shannon Doherty. Shannon finally revealed the reason behind her firing. She shared that she was asked to leave the show due to an alleged ultimatum Milano gave producers. A feud among the actors reportedly led to Milano telling Charm producers they had to fire one of them. And if it was her, she would threaten to sue them for a hostile work environment. Combs, Dorothy, Dorothy's guest on the podcast, confirmed that Milano strong-armed the producers into firing Dorothy after three seasons, revealing that Charm producer Jonathan Levine once told her that Milano approached him with the ultimatum. He said, you know, we're basically in a position that it's one or the other. We were told by Alyssa that it's Shannon or me. And Alyssa has threatened to sue us for a hostile workplace environment. Combs said, adding that Milano built a case for herself by using a mediator to document every time she felt uncomfortable on set. There was a competition over billing. Who gets what magazine cover? Who's standing in the middle? Shannon even talks about the time where Holly had to get surgery. And... She gets to the hospital and Alyssa and her mother and Alyssa and her mother blocked her from going inside. So it's a lot of things that the lady shared and I feel that's why Alyssa said what she said. When asked about the situation at Megacon panel in Orlando, I want to play the entire speech so you could hear exactly what Alyssa says. And if we are to take into consideration what Holly then tweets afterwards Alyssa was only asked how was the experience working with Rose McGowan and this is what Alyssa says I mean I feel like I should just address the elephant in the room I'm sorry. <laughs> no it's okay because I, I clearly you know you're all charmed fans so I knew that this was going to come up um, in one way or another and I want to be very thoughtful in how I respond um, to any of this. Uh, and I, I think we all know I'm talking about 
Shannon's podcast, and Holly and Shannon doing it together, things that Rose um, has said in the past. Um, so I'm just going to address it because uh, I feel like uh, if, if you can live with a certain amount of honesty and integrity, then you all deserve that. But I want to be thoughtful because I don't want to like. I don't want to add on to anyone else's pain because I don't think that's cool either. So I will just say that I'm sad. And I don't think I'm, it's really that I'm sad for, for me or, or for my life or how it does or does not affect my life. Um, I'm the most sad for the fans. I'm the most sad that a show that has meant so much to so many people um, has been tarnished by a toxicity, toxicity that is still, to this day, almost a quarter of a century later, still happening. And I'm sad that people can't move past it. I'm sad that we all can't just celebrate the success of a show that meant so much to all of us. And I think when I think back to that time, um, it was hard for me. It was hard for me. Um, and I have worked super hard in my life uh, in the last 25 years to heal all of my trauma. And that's not just you know the trauma that I experienced while shooting, but all of my tra trauma. And I've worked really hard to heal the bits because I um, understand that hurt people hurt if my intention is to be a healed person that helps heal people. So um, that's kind of how I feel. Do I wish that we could all sit on a stage? Yeah, because again, this was like almost a quarter of a century ago. How is it possible to continue to hold on to that? Um, and I've, you know, I think been very upfront and um, taken accountability for and apologized for whatever part I played in the situation. Um, and I've been very uh, forthcoming about that. Um, and so I don't know how else to fix it. Um, I don't. I, I even don't know if I can put myself out there uh, any more than I already have to, to try to fix it. Um, but yeah, it's heartbreaking, it's hard. It's, this, is, this is the uncomfortable part uh, that I wish was different. And so, apologies to all of you who love us anyway.
No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad you gave me the opportunity to say that. It does not ruin the show. Good. I'm glad. I don't want it to ruin the show. Um, I, want it, I, want it, I want that show to uh, mean everything to you um, that it possibly can, because that's the only way it really justifies the hurt. So your love heals you. The entire thing, the entire response, her answer was a bag of deflection, if you ask me. So, Shannon is hurt. Hurt people hurt people. So, are you telling me Shannon is hurting and trying to hurt you by telling her truth? Or are you telling us that maybe back then you was hurting? And because of that, you hurted others. Because let's take into, let's pay attention to the part where she says that I've done a lot of healing to heal trauma, not just on set, but, you know, pre-trauma before that. So are you telling us you was a hurt person hurting people back then and now you're a different person who's apologized and have tried to have some sort of integrity and honesty about everything? Or are you telling us now in the present that Shannon is the hurt person and she is lashing out and hurting you? Also, another thing that I want to point out that is technically two, the, the word of two women against the word of one woman, right? And if you want to add Rose to the mix, it's three against one, right? So are these three women lying and bullying Alyssa or did was Alyssa not such a favorable person to be around not such a good person to be around like who is lying who is exact or or not even let's let's remove the word lying um who's exaggerating the truth who's bending you know the truth to fit their narrative because you got holly marie combs backing everything that shannon is saying and this is 23 years later why would holly marie combs lie for her I mean, then again, they were friends before the show, but like, what does she get out of lying about it today? They're not doing the show anymore. I feel like if Alyssa did play a role in her firing, which I do believe the other three, um, but I want to say if, if she did play a role in her firing, she could easily just say, listen, I had a strong opinion on the matter. I made the choice. I should genuinely apologize. It's something completely different than what Alyssa said. So then Alyssa's response then goes viral, right? And it just so happens that Prue, Piper, and Paige, now I'm just joking, Shannon, Holly, and Rose sat at a panel in the same building that I keep hearing Alyssa Milano was in. Shannon had this to say. I want to play what Shannon says real quick, and then we're going to come back and wrap up this episode. Um, I love the ladies very, very much. Um, I grew up on you guys as well. And I think the main question that everyone wants to know is, can the fans look for a reunion with all of you, all four of you soon? Oh. Yeah, probably. Listen, uh, a lot of things have been said, and uh, a lot of them very hurtful. I'm going to actually read something right now that um, I wrote last night for all of you. Holly and I, we were not me on the podcast, my podcast, let's be clear. In fact, we went in and we edited out anything that we felt would cause more drama. 
We simply told the truth because the truth actually does matter. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to try to save you, the fans, from heartbreak as much as humanly possible. At this point in my life, with my health diagnosis, I'm sorry if I start crying, with fighting a horrific disease every day of my life, it is also incredibly important to me that the truth actually be told, as opposed to the narrative that others have put out there for me. We told it together, we told our truth, and we are standing by our truths. There is no revisionist history happening in the truth that I know we told. There is no brush flinging or shoe flinging. There is no lateness to set. There is no mediator for months on end. I recall the facts as if I were still living in them. And what I will say is what somebody else may call drama is an actual trauma for me that I have lived with for an extremely long time. And it is only through my battle with cancer that I decided to address this trauma and be open and honest about it so that I can actually heal from a livelihood that was taken away from me, a livelihood that was taken away from my family because someone else wanted to be number one on the call sheet. That is the truth. Amen, sister. And I will say one last thing. Get it, Shannon. Okay, I wasn't going to cry today, you guys. I wasn't going to cry today, but I was going to cry. Amen, sister. Amen. We've protected you for a long time. We've done it for as long as we could. Um, both of us, all of us. And there's a great, great comedian named Cat Williams. He <laughs> has a wonderful, wonderful saying. Winners do not let losers rewrite history. Yeah. Well... Cat Williams did say this year people were going to get exposed, right? I did find this rather interesting. After years of playing the middleman, the peacekeeper, the middle sister, the one trying to get everyone um, to get along, Holly Marie Combs posted this after Alyssa made her statement and continued to deny that she had any wrongdoing in the matter. Holly says this, in the spirit of not being the quiet one or the middle child anymore, I feel the need to defend myself after many continuing attacks that have ensued since Alyssa stepped out on the stage and essentially called Shannon and I liars when she was simply asked what it was like to work with Rose. You see, I, I couldn't find any clips where it included question placed, but according to Holly, they had just simply asked her how was it working with Rose. Suffice to say, I'm a little shocked and a little disappointed, especially by the things she posted the next day while texting me simultaneously words to the contrary. Sadly, that's not a surprising anymore. But I was raised to be a fighter. I do not need anyone to defend my honor but me. First off, this is not revisionist history. This is just a history she didn't want people to know about. And the history Shannon wasn't ready to talk about until one month ago. We are all thankfully at the age where people are writing books, memoirs, and telling their life story. See, I told you, reflective stage of life. No one should have to lie about their own life for the comfort of another. Although I have long wanted the girls to just get along for the sake of something bigger than all of us. Combined, it was not in the cards, clearly. We are all very different and equally headstrong, which was the essence of charm to begin with. I have often yelled at one or the other to lay off the other many a time, as Alyssa and Rose can attest to that. And this was after Charm. Being the middle child sucks, and it was in the interest of family that I tried to shield the audience from our differences to protect something that did indeed and still does have a heartbeat of its own. Case in point, when Shannon and I went to dinner in Florida this week, and the host wanted to tell us how the show saved his life. The show actually helped him get through a very dark time in his life. It's probably 
You probably hear the bird in the background. I'm sorry. I'm wrapping up this episode in my bedroom. It's people like him that make all the blood, sweat, and many tears very much worth it for me still to this day and this hour. It's stories like his that made me not want to address the story. But alas, it's not my nature to cower in a corner. And I have a big problem with injustice. I heard that Alyssa said she did not have the power to fire anyone. Which is ironic because this was actually all about power. But let's go with that. And let me explain what she did have the power to do. She had the power to stop the process at any time. She had the power to not talk to the mediator. Therapist brought on to protect profits. As I refuse to speak to him because I go to work to do my job. Not to talk about my feelings with a strange man. Right? No other cast member was interviewed to my knowledge or crew. And frankly the other regular characters we had at the time in question were Brian and Julian. Who were both dating one or the other so I doubt their testimonials would be all that valid in any case. But there was a case being billed which is now clear. A case Alyssa and Alyssa alone had the power to stop. And when the producer says okay we will let Shannon go. Alyssa had the power to say no. I don't want that. But she did not. She had the power to say no just as Shannon had said no. I don't want you to replace Alyssa when posed with the same option. Ooh. Because she was a child actor who supported a family just as Alyssa does and understood the great importance and responsibility of that. Even now this pains me to write. It was heartbreaking then and still now and I think a lot of the blame still remains with the producers who knew it was easier to keep us divided as opposed to united. Three broken pieces were easier to control and manipulate than one united front which would have been more costly and cut into their precious profit margin. But in the end it all worked out as destiny would have it and we all got Rose who was a beacon in a dark time for me and we went on to develop a deep surprising supportive connection that continues to this day just as Paige and Piper did. And now Rose and Shannon have a growing friendship and support system all their own which makes my little black heart grow. Glow. It's a full circle moment for me. So I will say don't despair Charm family. You are actually our only common denominator. We are still a family of survivors and we will always be. Truly. Charm was made for all of you and lastly the truth of the matter is we all are despite our differences incredibly grateful for this for this dysfunctional family in every way the end since all this drama has broken out the girls have been rather quiet i know Alyssa milano is being dragged because a couple of months ago she was asking the public to donate money to sponsor her little boys baseball team right but then again they saw her at the super bowl with her son and those tickets are worth about ten thousand dollars so yeah i digress anyway guys that's it for this episode oh i also want to clear up Alyssa milano was not in the same building when shannon doherty um made her speech she actually appeared at megacon on a friday and the ladies appeared at megacon on saturday and sunday so it's obvious they're not fucking with each other and didn't want to have nothing to do with one another anyway guys that's it for this episode i want to thank you guys for the continued support thank you and let's keep celebrating our birthday for this month if you want to chime in and let me know what you think about this whole charm mess you can write in at bruno explains it all at gmail.com or follow us and dm at tiktok and instagram bruno explains it all transistor who is our home they're the ones that um distribute distributes the podcast episode throughout the internet gave us a website so if any of your friends or even you you don't have apple or spotify or all those other podcast streaming apps then you can now listen to every single episode on our website which is bruno explains it all dot transistor dot fm until the next episode ladies and gents bye you hear what i